lost your life up, cause I did. Hey, what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Bailu Campaign Podcast, where we unpack and document the unspoken truths of this millennial journey. Today, you're here with your hosts, Dan and Nate, and we have another episode, as you can clearly see. So what's going on, bro? How you feeling? I'm pretty good, man. What about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm well. <laughs> Actually, actually, I'm feeling I'm feeling bossed up. You know, we just did that sh- photo shoot with the good guy Gene. Indeed, get, bo- get uh, boxed underscore IG. Facts. Feeling ourselves. So probably by the time y'all hear this, y'all see the pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, and if you didn't like it, go ahead, double tap. <laughs> and honestly, if you listen to like this episode and just keep the picture open on your gram, it will do you justice. It's good for your soul. It's proven. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but yeah, put all that foolishness away. Um, this episode is kind of different, right? So initially, we planned to do um, two episodes every month. That was like a goal that we set at the top of the year. And we wanted to do one with us two personally, breaking down um article of the month, and then another feature and a guest. But honestly, we kind of ran dry, or well ran dry, uh, with, you know, trying to find a guest to bring on the um, show this month. And we didn't want to just grab any old body for no reason without, like, a purpose, you know what I'm saying, with no intention behind it. So we just decided to take this episode to, uh, it was actually Nate's idea, so I'm going to let him <laughs> explain what's going on, all right? I'm going to just fall back right now. I had you the mic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I felt like, Kind of when we started BYOU, we didn't really want to, our faces to be really at the forefront. Yeah. Like, if you notice, the whole time we had a website, we didn't have our pictures on there, yeah, right? Yeah, know about us. Yeah, it's know about us. About us or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, we really wanted to focus on, like, the content okay. and mm-hmm. what it was about. But, I mean, now as we've hit the two-year mark, we feel like it's now a time where it's important to also include our story. Mm-hmm. And not... I mean, it's including the articles and all that, but being a little bit more intentional in terms of sharing our background and uh, our history as a friendship and all that, and with y'all. So, you know, this that's what this is kind of about, providing y'all a little bit more context on who we are and what we're really about. Yeah, so, facts. Definitely. Um, initially, when you contacted me with this idea... I wasn't really feeling it, honestly. Like, there was a part of me. I know you like, wasn't. How you know? How you know? <laughs> Bruh, I know you. <laughs> Chill. Because there was a part of me that was like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This man want to do a survey? Yeah, yeah. So, I guess I'll explain a little bit more before you okay. give your perspective. So, initially, I hit him up like, yo, I kind of want to do, we ask each other questions because since we know each other well, um, sometimes it's hard for people to we have a little more context in terms of like I know what we've talked about on the podcast and yeah. I know some interesting stories that haven't necessarily been told or been shared and that may not easily be integrated into like our regular podcast conversation. That's true. Um so I was like, all right, let's take this opportunity to kind of do that. Okay. Um but yeah, <laughs> cuz I hit you with the <laughs> We're not going to tell each other what the questions are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the part that threw me <laughs> off. The fact that, like, 
you know, we're we're pretty used to having um, a structure to how we record our podcast in a sense. For Rather sure. than as being we get well acquainted with whomever we're bringing on as a guest prior in a yeah. sense where we're not just two people getting to know each other. We're two people more exploring each other. For sure. Um, and, well, three or whatever. And with the structure of the other format is with the article, you feel me? Yeah. It provides a guideline of how we're going to go ahead and navigate through what we're going to speak about. For sure. So with this one, just when you told me, basically, you're like, yeah, you're walking in and sound blind. I was like, am I going to get shot? Like, like what kind of questions you going to have? Bro? Let me make sure I match your energy because, like, I'm not about to walk in here blindly. But, you know, I put, I put faith in you. I trust you. So, yeah. And anything, if you, if you get too wild... You know what I'm saying? We Firmly plead the fifth. Off air, you know, we might have to run that fade or something, so. Plead the fifth, bro. Just plead the fifth. All right, cool. <laughs> I like that, that card you just put in my deck. I might use it. It's like, no. But yeah, let's get into it, man. Um, I think it's only right for you to start off since this is your idea. <laughs> for sure, for <laughs> so sure, I'm for sure. You start, wait, but if you start off, that means I have to answer a question first. Yeah. Cool. Bring it on, I like pressure. Now nah, we 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 gonna start it a little slow for for okay. um cool. and I don't think like we've had this conversation, but I don't know the real origins of it because mm-hmm. like I think we've talked about it uh, in a previous podcast. I can't remember which one, but how like I remember when we first kind of like met each other and we were getting cool or whatever. Yeah, and you talked about how you didn't lie to your mom. Yeah, I was just like, "What type of kid is this? Like, who doesn't lie to their parents, right?" Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. And they say like, I just noticed that you had a very like high like moral code that was very different from a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like the average kid, because like, you know, I remember my mom. You know the African saying that says like, if you, if you, uh, what is it? If you lie, you cheat. Yeah. <laughs> if you cheat, you steal. If you steal, you kill. Right. Yeah. And, like, you know, I did some lying. I've done some cheating, some stealing, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I ain't, I ain't on that that last one. But, uh, anyways, I feel like you've ha- always had, like, a high moral code. Mm-hmm. And I, I f- it's definitely rubbed off on me in, in a lot of ways and made me somewhat question my relationship with my parents at times. Like, man, like, always like, man, like, I wish I didn't always lie to my mom. I wish I didn't. Move in certain ways with yeah. certain relationships, like for example, like one of the things you talked about. Uh, we've had a conversation is, uh, like you won't, you don't want to be in business with somebody who like cheats on a girl or something like that, or yeah. or their wife. Yeah, and I was just like, I mean, why? You, you not why? Like, <laughs> like it's cool to cheat on your wife. Of course, that's not that's not the wave. But you talked. You basically said, you know, if. You can't be faithful to like the person you like you stood love. before God and like mm-hmm. had a vow to like how you gonna be trustworthy and honorable towards me? And I was like, man, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, so, question wise, I always want I guess I want to know like where did this kind of high moral grounding kind of come from? And like, how did you do? De- like, when did you decide? Like, I'm not gonna lie to my mom. And like, yeah. all of that. Okay. Um, hmm. All right. So, I guess the backstory behind that, like, decision, 
is, I don't know. So growing up, right, my mother was around more than my father initially. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked like what? He worked two jobs. So he would go to work. He'd leave the house early. So like six, he's gone. Like That's like probably the most punctual person I know. Who, your pops? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about that's the only black person who says they're going to be there at a certain time and arrives early. <laughs> like always, like not only black but African, and you know that's black, worse. Yeah, you hear me? Like, cause they supposed to be arriving the next day. <laughs> he arrives early, like mm-hmm. so he's a very punctual, dude. Um, but he was he was not around that much. Like, dude, always working or whatever, mm-hmm. having to work uh, harder to provide or whatever. You know, typical immigrant story. Um, but my mom was around most of the time. Um, so one thing that I realized was that, like with like a lot of other kids was that um, basically they never had nobody to, like, stand up for them. Like, I, I would just peep, like, if somebody called, like, if a teacher was to call, like, somebody's, uh, somebody's parents or whatever, yeah. the parent would always side with the, with the teacher. Facts. That's how my mom, so yeah. the teacher's lying? That's how my pops like, be like, so the teacher lying? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, she not. I'm like. <laughs> it's like, how do you know they not lying? Yeah. So they always was side with, um. With they always went against their child. Like sure. that's all I saw growing up. If you pay attention, I know you saw it too. Like you For just sure. noticed, like adults side with other adults, but that yep. doesn't mean that adult is right. So it was like I, I was just like, hmm, what's the way that I could make sure my mother is always in my corner? Hmm. You feel me? Because my mom is radical. Like, um, like any crazy idea that I've had. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Any crazy, wild idea I've had that I've told my mom, she's just like, all right, go do it. You feel me? She I agree. Like, when are you going to execute on it? You feel yeah, me? I agree. Like, my mom has never questioned nothing I wanted to do. And talking about when I was like 4'2", talking about I'm going to the NBA, and she's like, all right, go practice. Go outside, go play ball. Like, you feel yeah. me? Like, any radical thing, like, oh, I'm going to own this, that, and the third. She's like, you could and you should. Go make it happen. Right? So I was like, you know what? I like this support. I need to be able to keep it, mm-hmm. but I need to keep it in all the times where I've seen other parents go against their child. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how could we, because I knew I had to establish like a ground where my word held more, um, held more power than anybody else's when it came to me and her. Yeah. So the only way I knew to do that was like, was to just tell the truth to her. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that like when I was younger, when... Somebody, so someone's like, an adult tried to like lie on me, basically. And she didn't like pick their side. She didn't get mad at me prior to speaking to me. So when she like, you know what I'm saying, had came, had a convo with me or whatever, it's like like an adult around the way. They try to lie like I did something, I ain't do it. Yeah. And that's like one thing that like pissed me off. Like, cause like my short temper, which is, I usually, I control now, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. But, like, I snapped, like, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And it was way worse when I was younger. It was, like, destructive. And so one thing, one of the things that I hate is people lying on my name. Like, someone <laughs> saying I did something, I didn't do it. Even, like, someone telling me I'm angry when I'm not. That would always get me mad because, like, I'm good. But you keep pressing <laughs> me that I'm mad, so I'm getting mad. Like, For sure. relax, right? And so this was an instant of something that, you know, throws me off, which was somebody lying on my name. Um... So she she plays it cool, you know what I'm saying, like, plays the adult or whatever. She comes, she grabs me, and we we have a conversation. And, she, like, as soon as she just asked me, like, Dan, did you do that? I said, no. 
I see mom like go into attack mode on the other person. And I was like, oh, it's lit. <laughs> it's lit, right? Yeah. Because she played the lady initially in a sense like she was siding with her. Yeah. Right? Because I wasn't around. But when she, she, I came around and she got my word, she told the lady, like, why are you lying to me? Like, you know what I'm saying? She yeah. just let her know, like, my son don't lie to me. So why would he start now type stuff? So I was just like, you know what? I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And... <clears throat> There's like little cues that I do when I lie. I'm not a good liar. So like people who get close to me, and if you pay attention, there's a lot of things I do when I lie. Um like I don't look I don't look people in the eyes when I lie to them. And I and I make eye contact with people when I speak to them. For like sure. For the majority of the time when I'm speaking to you, I look at you. I look in your eyes. So if I'm lying to mm-hmm. you, there's little things that I do that throw it off, right? For sure. And her being my mom, she learned them all early. <laughs> so because through our, our interactions, she she didn't see those cues, you feel me, often. Uh, and even when I would lie to her, I would, most of the time, like when I lied to my mom, I throw it back like, hey, I was lying. I didn't even <laughs> do that. This is what really happened, you feel yeah. me? Or like I don't. Or if, if, I, if it's a situation where lying would make it easier... I didn't take that route. So that's why she developed trust in me was I told the truth even when it got me in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's, and I think, you know, because my mom used to be like, yo, no matter what, come to me and tell me. Yeah, and then you get And then trouble. I get crazy trouble. I'm like, nah, I'm trying to live my life. <laughs> As a seven-year-old or whatever, I'm trying to live this life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Nah, but uh, and it's funny that you said that because I remember my aunt was telling me how, like, with my little cousin, she kind of had that conversation yeah. with my cousins, and so my cousins, of course, kids are always going to test you that of one course, time. They're going to test you to we see to. to see if you're really about what you say. Facts. So she was like, my cousin came to her with some like wild stuff, and like you know her initial reaction. Emotions like how she wanted to react. Yeah, she was like, she took like a deep breath and was like, "All right, nah, I'm not gonna react this way." And they have a con- had a conversation, and yeah, like now hard. I look at their relationship and it's super transparent. And I'm just like, wow, you know what I mean? Sometimes those early instances of um, building that foundation, yeah, building that foundation where you're yeah. not like, where someone could tell you, "Oh, I messed up," and you're not gonna get on them. Or you're not gonna punish me like severely. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth like not punishing your child to have that open dialogue and communication. Yeah, for I the agree. long run, you know. Yeah, I agree. Cause I mean, sad to say though, because um, so because we had that um, that open like and the transparency on both yeah. ends or whatever. Like there was a time a point where like my mom was my best friend. Like like hmm. literally, like I told her everything, bro. Like. Dumb stuff I was doing, <laughs> girls that you know, say I think is fly in school. Like I told her everything, right? And I don't know. That's the thing about like how I interact with people, or whenever I establish a connection, it's like I just hope you don't go against it, because mm-hmm. like it's easy for me to just like I'm done with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and she went against it eventually. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Due to like. Personal things at home, yeah. The instability, and she, when she was unstable, she went against that. And so, like, 
before. I mean, it's still something that she still tries to work on me with, and we're still trying to build back up. Yeah. But she went from being like my parent, my mom, my best friend, mm-hmm. to you're just like mom. Like I sh- cut that relationship dead, and she, mm-hmm. she so like for like years she started complaining about like. You used to tell me everything. You don't tell me nothing no more. And I'm like, I mean, you just like threw that away the day you used what I told you as ammunition against me. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, So that's yeah, what like yeah. switched that. Because I'm not sure. Because it's like, I'm just sharing this because I know what I'm telling you now about how it was when I was younger mm-hmm. is might not be what you see now as I'm older. You feel me? So it's just like, so you can connect the bridge okay. between those two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I bet, bet, bet. <laughs> All right, you up? I'm up. I mean, I guess I'm up. Yeah, you are. <clears throat> All right. So um, there's been a couple of times, right, where we have conversations about personas, um, mm-hmm. how we're perceived, how we perceive ourselves. You am saying the image that we're trying to make sure we're projecting this, that, and the third, right? Yeah. Um, and I know with you... So there's a stigma behind you, and the way that I describe you is you're the person who, let me see. Yeah, I think I would trust you in my life. I think so. Because I know you would do something with it, right? Like I always told you, like, through my analysis, my anal- analysis. Analysis? <laughs> it's all good, see, bro. See, I could trust you in my life. <laughs> through my analysis of you. You're the type of person who, in my own words, you have a certain drive that makes everything work, right? Anything that's given to you, if you want to make it work, you figure out a way how. Um, You were saying that's evident in your professional life, your careers, and everything of that sort. And over the years, it's been something that you've been trying to integrate to other parts of your life, right? Um, But you remember that one time we was in school, and... I don't know, you was like stressed out, mm-hmm. you was going through it, and you gave me a call. And then you was just like, you just you called me. I'm like, hello, you ain't respond. You just had on the phone. So I'm, I'm like, is did he? I'm like, yeah, you called me on accident? Like, you tripping? Like, what's up? Like, yeah. you move, and you just like, you just, you sounded like really down. You was in a, a terrible space, man. You was like, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, like, like, I don't, like, bro, like, I don't know, bro, like, I'm just so overwhelmed. And then I made a comment. I was like, damn, this is so weird. Because mm-hmm. I'm used to seeing you as like, I'm saying this big giant always yeah. conquering everything, and right now you're, you know, what I'm saying you're vulnerable enough to yeah. appear in a form of like you felt defeated, mm-hmm. right? And I know people don't see that side of you. Mm-hmm. People don't get to see both sides of you. Right? Yeah. So in your, if you had the, um, the question yeah, I remember, you, I remember exactly. What you remember that day, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you got back up and you got, <laughs> you was fighting again. You yeah. were back fighting. You know what I'm saying? But it was good to be able to even like admit, like you know what I'm saying, I'm down right now, yeah. but you didn't stay down, which you know what I'm saying, I salute today and forever. But the question of that is, just to hear it in your own words, right? Mm-hmm. How do you judge your persona, and um, does your perceived persona? Of how people view you, does that accurately describe Nate? Huh. You know, that's funny. Like, because it's funny that you said that, like, in terms of people seeing me, like, as a huge giant. Yeah. So I guess I'll kind of provide, before I go into responding, I'm going to explain the scenario. Okay. So it was sophomore year. I was participating in a case competition. Mm-hmm. 
And um, we were we made it to the second round, the final round, and we were presenting. We were practicing our presentation, right? Yeah. And we were practicing in front of a crowd, and I wasn't prepared yet. Okay. And like for me, especially with presenting, if I'm in an environment where I'm not comfortable, mm-hmm. especially with the people around it, and it's you, if I'm not comfortable with the people around me, and I feel like I'm not prepared. Okay. Then I just felt like I was being like super judged, and like I think I presented like twice. We did like two run throughs, yeah, and it was just trash. Sheesh. And like the first one was trash, and then they're like, "All right, let's go back again." I'm like, "Bro, I need some time." They're like, "Nah, <laughs> we're going back." I'm like, and the second one was worse. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, and it really came from I'll be honest, uh, and because I felt like I was a weak link. Okay. So imagine like three people presenting well. And then you just up there just leaking. Yeah, yeah. Terribly. So it was that on top of me being the only black person. And feeling unprepared. So it was like Unprep- black. He's like, yeah, like. And leaking. Yeah, right. And I'm at, you know, it's GW's predominantly white yeah. school. So, you know what I'm saying? Most of the people are white. And like the president, the student body president of the school was there because okay. her sister was on my team. So it was just like a mix of emotions like, dang, man, like I'm messing up. And I've always, I can, doesn't make sense to tell. Okay. I've had some like prior prior experiences with being in like the black person in like white environments. Yeah. Phenomenal white environments. Mm -hmm. Uh, All that kind of came up in that moment of even going to GW and not feeling not feeling prepared or not uh, feeling yeah, like yeah. I was enough. I know them calling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember that. So it was just like all that in that moment, all those emotions I had never really faced or dealt with. Yeah. Cause like that was probably Yeah, that was probably like the one of the the biggest, I guess the toughest moments for me. Like uh, the first toughest moments at GW in terms mm-hmm. of like my relationship with like uh, being in like a PWI yeah, and being black and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Blanco. <laughs> so nah man it was it was crazy like I I definitely cried that day for real yeah I ain't even know that I don't, I think I cried I don't I don't know I don't sure. know if I was like shedding tears tears but like. So nah, crazy. I was down. Like I was down. You're so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. But I mean, I think I hit your phone. Um, I can't remember what you said. I was like, all right, man. I think I might have called my sister after, and then she wasn't really talking about nothing. It's like, nah. <laughs> she she gave me a couple words. She gave me a couple words, and then I was like, all right. I washed my face. I was like, all right, prepared. Like, I was reading my lines a little bit mm-hmm. in the mirror, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go back out there. But, nah, it is it is real. Like, a lot of people, even when I think about some of my relationships with some of my, like, mentees and, like, some of the younger guys, yeah, uh, a lot of them do kind of see me as this, like, giant who doesn't get defeated. I'm like, bro. Everything. <laughs> right? Like, but I think it's it's a result of my kind of like calm personality since mm-hmm. I'm a very like chill person yeah. in terms of like my demeanor. Okay. So even 
and having like a poker face, even if I'm going through like a extremely like stressful or crazy situation, it may not appear on my face. You know what I'm saying? Because I always wear my emotions on my sleeve, right? So yeah, people do kind of see me often as a giant. That's kind of like the persona. Mm-hmm. But nah, man, I <laughs> the boy gets down on uh, a lot of times. You know what I mean? I felt like, and I think we had this conversation before. Um, when I was younger, I basically had to fake it till I made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had to create this aura of like, I guess, confidence. Because, I mean, there's no. There's no way to be successful in life without confidence, right? Yeah. Fair. So I had to build it from the outside. And like now I'm in a space where I like I have it on the outside in terms of my aura. It's now going back inside to re to build it. So it's like fully solidified. So I have mm-hmm. like both both sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So even, you know, I was going to go with a different question, but kind of going off the whole, like, GW topic, you know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) You're about to ask me something silly. Nah, 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 nah. This is is a prepared joint. This is a prepared joint. So I remember the summer before we left for school, right? Facts. (laughs) We were at a party. Uh, <laughs> we was at a party And Like we both It was a party We had both kind of Stepped off A little bit Like I had walked off With a jump You were So The house was like Let's say up the hill Yeah I, I had walked down the hill uh, Further yeah. down the hill Than you I was yeah. talking to A lady And then you were like A little bit further up the hill Talking to your jump Right And then Uh <laughs> Uh, And then So like Maybe Sometime Like we're both Kind of doing our own thing And then All of a sudden Like we hear gunshots Right Mm -hmm. And I'm like I'm like to Shawty Like man Is those those gunshots Like I know it's gunshots But Cause I was in the mood Just chilling with a joint I wasn't Really like (laughs) You were thinking With your right head Yeah yeah exactly Exactly So so we we started walking up, and all of a sudden I see Danny running down the street. He was like, "Yo, Nate, they shooting, they shooting." <laughs> I was just like, and I'm chilling. He's like, "Bro, let's go, let's go." So we leave. We we start running. <laughs> we hop over some fences or some shit, <laughs> and like we're just running to nowhere, bro. And we end up the fence we hop. We end up being in a different neighborhood. <laughs> yes, we did. Bro, we end up being in a different neighborhood. And, like, we're lost. And because the car was parked where they were shooting at. Yeah. Right? Maybe. So, it's like we couldn't go. <laughs> so, we literally hop over the fence, whatever. Anything. Anyways. So, we're like, man, how are we going to get back? We try to Google where the address is. It's like a 20-minute, a 30-minute walk. Dude. We're like, how did two minutes of running turn into a 30-minute walk? Facts. So uh, we end up hitting up uh, 
Marcus, I yeah, think he came and scooped yeah. us. He picked us up. Got and it was like a 10-minute drive, bro. Not yeah. 10 minutes. It was like a five. Yeah, it was longer than we expected. Yeah, it was like a five-minute drive. We were like, yeah. dang. Uh, but he picked us up and dropped us off. But um, we, ain't, we ain't really discussed too much after at that moment. Mm-hmm. But I think like a year or so ago, uh, you had told me, you were like, the reason you was running and trying to push me so, like, yo, let's go, let's go. Because you were like, you knew I was going off GW that year. And we were like, yo, <laughs> Nate, Nate got to survive, you know what I mean? And I was just like, and when you said it, I was just like, what? Uh, but we had never really spoke on it. And I was just like, so I was like, man, let me let me ask him this question. Like, um, why did you feel that way? Like, why? Like, what made you say that? I mean, because <laughs> I want you to respond to that, and then because I have something to say, but okay. go ahead. Because actually, I'll speak before you speak. Because just even you saying that is like, man, um, thinking about my GW experience and how, like even the situations that you just mentioned, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It definitely would have been challenging for me to make it, you know what I'm saying, without even like our friendship and. Whether it's like hitting your phone, like yo, dang, I'm going through some some things right now, like I'm down, and getting some words of encouragement, right? Uh, or even like freshman year when you know it was it was I didn't realize this one. This is just a sidebar, but one thing I think for f- freshmen, if you're going to college and you're going to PWI and you're coming from like a predominantly black environment, mm-hmm. one of the things I was like, man, I'm used to hanging with black people. I've had bad experiences with, I guess, white people and becoming friends with white people. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me just hop out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make friends with everybody. Da 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 da. <laughs> Boy, that did not work. <laughs> so I think one of the things I tell people is when you go to a school, first find your base. Like, get comfortable first because you're in a totally different environment. Get comfortable first. So. I made the mistake of not, I mean, I still have friends, but I didn't make the mistake of finding, like, some homeboys who I could, like, be consistent and cool with, yeah. right? Before I decided to, like, branch off and, like, meet other people and, you know what I'm saying? That's all cool, but mm-hmm. you first you got to find your foundation so you like can get comfortable. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, the environment's already totally different. Yeah. So if you're trying to battle two different uncomfortables, if you will... It's like, bro, you getting beat. Uh, <laughs> so, like, freshman year was tough, you know what I'm saying, in, yeah. in certain ways, uh, just being in a totally different environment from, and not really having to, looking back, not really having to make new friends for, for since what, sixth grade? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Long time. <laughs> right, right. It's a long time. So, <laughs> wow. you know what I mean? So, it was, it was, it was kind of challenging, but just thinking about how, uh, I guess supportive and how much our friendship was able to allow me to persist throughout my journey at GW. Like when you said that, I was just like, man, this man don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. All right. So first off, 
that story was painted so accurately is funny. Because <laughs> I have forgot all about that in the sense where it's nowhere on my mind. Um, but yeah, that was a funny night. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. So it was like a couple of things that like went through my mind, right? So like like you said, like first we just we separate, but we just vibing on our own little like sections or whatever. Yeah. Um, I hear gunshots, and I I never have to like question gunshots. I know what gunshots sound like. Um, so I hear gunshots, and I'm like, somebody shooting. Yeah. And there were other people around who were questioning it. Like I mean, I don't know. I'm like, nah, those are gunshots. Yeah, I like you knew, but. <laughs> I didn't want to believe it, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, people didn't want to believe it, but yeah. I deal with facts. Like, <laughs> when I hear gunshots, I know gunshots, bruh. I'm going to deal with facts in that moment because I know what a gun could do, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know why, but so as soon as I hear gunshots, I'm, I tap into survival mode, right? For sure. And it's like, in survival mode, you start viewing... You view diff- everything differently, right? Because mm-hmm. your mind just is like, I don't know, but like any situation that puts you in survival mode, your mind reacts in a way that it never does consciously. Right? For sure. Your mind gets to thinking of like the craziest ways to like take care of you and mm-hmm. to pre- preserve yourself. Like, And so as soon as that happened, um, I was like, yeah, I got to get Nate. Like that's the first thing my mind went to mm-hmm. was like get Nate. So when I'm when I'm coming down towards you, I'm like speed walking <laughs> towards you. I was been kicking it at first. I'm yeah, yeah, you're not you speed walking. You speed walking. Speed walking down the hill because it was on the hill. I'm speed walking, and I see you <laughs> and Shawty getting off the swings, and I'm like, wow, people are shooting, <laughs> and Shawty is swinging, <laughs> wrapping up a girl. Nate is different because me, I tell you, I'm like, hey, I'm about to go get Nate. I know you're good. <laughs> Whoever's shooting, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's y'all people's. They're not going to do nothing to y'all. I know how people move when they get super emotional. Because yeah. whoever it was, Kirk like that, out of emotions. He was an overly emotional man mm-hmm. that was reacting out of emotions instead of staying grounded, you feel mm-hmm. me, when he felt disrespected. Or handling a situation where he felt disrespected in a more appropriate manner. You For feel sure. Because that wasn't, like, even... When when we found out everything that occurred, because we wasn't around, we was you know what I'm saying we had stepped off from the party. But mm-hmm. when we doubled back and found out everything that occurred, it was like that was not a reason to like start upping your gun. Like, you feel me? And so, yeah. So to the main thing, so I started moving towards you or whatever, and you're walking in the direction <laughs> of people that shooting. These people, and I'm like, bro, don't you see somebody clearly walking down here with a pistol in his hand? Nah, he I couldn't see him from he would where cause remember the hill was a curve. Yeah, it was. So like I was walk I wasn't walking up there, I was looking for you. Oh, I thought you was I was walking just walking up there. But I was just being I was moving chill about yeah, it. Yeah, because you cause you was with I had a very passive you, you yeah. Was with you was trying to be so cool. <laughs> and I give it to you, you look cool, but you look dumb. <laughs> you look cool and dumb. So I'm like, come on, cuz, let's go. And he's like, nah, bro, I'm with her. That's her people be good. I'm like, she's good. You're not good. You and me. Let's go. And I don't know why, but in like a quick second, my analytical mind was like, if anything's to happen, who has to survive? Like, who could who could make a greater contribution? And 
I was like, I just did like a quick like overview, right? And I'm like, okay, uh, what am I doing right now in my life? <laughs> I don't know when I'm about to go to school. Because that's when they had poison us with, like, you got to go to school. Mm-hmm. If you don't go to school, you're going to be a failure, right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, I just, like, played through my uh, entire high school career. I barely attended school most of the time. When I went to school, I took mostly advanced classes with, like, upperclassmen. I thought they were stupid. And I didn't want to interact with nobody, so I slept most of my classes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do no homework. I just come, just pass tests and keep it moving. So I was like, uh... Yeah, you just like got your stuff together. You know what I'm saying towards the end, but the trajectory right now, mm-hmm. um, Nate is has a higher opportunity of doing something that's going to contribute on a higher level. Mm-hmm. And so I I thought everything through, and I was like, I mean, you know, Nate, Nate just like gonna make sure your folks good and all that, and he probably make sure they more good, and you'll be able to make sure they're good if you're here. So my whole thing pushing you in front of me and making sure you was moving in front of me the entire time was to make sure that if anything was to happen, you would be good. Like, in my mind, I just I just had... Because I always... Like, we always say, like, we knew all along, like, forever you was going to do big things, right? Like, forever. It's like a hunch everybody has. Um, most people don't tell you. I'm the one that, like, tells you directly. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people tell me. Like, mm-hmm. people be around me speaking on you, like I said. Because, like, Majority of times when we go out, we either with each other, <clears throat> excuse me, with each other or by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like with me personally, anybody who knows me, if I'm not with a select number of people, which I could count on one hand, I'm by mm-hmm. myself because I don't need to hang around people. I don't go out with random people. Uh, I don't hang with bozos. <laughs> um, and I, I think a lot of people just. Like if we don't if we haven't established that credibility and we don't have a true friendship, I'm not gonna fake like we do. I'm not into pretending. For sure. So it's like and I'm good by myself too. I have single child syndrome, even though I'm not a single child, where I'm good in isolation. I'm good by myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of my thoughts. So I'm like, you know what? What was I speaking on? The whole situation. Yeah, but back to the situation, my bad. Cause I forgot what I was saying with all that I just explained. But yeah, I was just like Oh, yeah, just, like, telling you. So all along, like, I've always knew you were going to be great. And I know that doesn't take away from me if I express that to you. But, yeah, yeah oh, yeah, I remember what I was saying. So most of the time when people would see me out, mm-hmm. we, 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 split, we split and went to school, right? Yeah. Like, even though you, if you remember initially before we went to school, I told you that, like, if we fall off during school, like, it was cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you we told were, me I you wouldn't be surprised. No and yeah. I was just like, I was like, what I was man surprised and I wouldn't feel no type of way. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's still like all love forever or whatever. But so when people would see me out or whatever, they always will tell me how great you are. Like, man, that boy Nate gonna be a president. Nate gonna do this. <laughs> Nate, man, Nate, man, Nate always getting it. Nate, <laughs> Nate be getting it. So from years of hearing that from people outside, right? Mm-hmm. So it aligned what I believed inside mm-hmm. with what other people believe too, but just I tell you and they don't tell you. So in that moment, when I felt like I had to make a decision Mm -hmm. of who could contribute more, since your path... At the moment, yeah. Yeah, in in that very moment, your path was very solid compared to mine. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but I just felt like if anything was to happen, I'd rather it be me than you. That's the thing, like... I don't know, but in that split second, like that was my decision. Like I, like I stood by that decision, and like yeah. the way we moved that entire time 
was to make sure like you were more good than I was. You feel me? Like I made sure you was ahead of me. Like everything was intentionally done to make sure like you would be good. Like nothing would happen to you in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. Nah, man. It's, first of all, I'll say I appreciate it. No problem. You know what I'm saying? One love. Um, but, yeah. I don't, I don't even know how to respond to that. But, yeah, you can go ahead. You can answer your question. All right. So, <clears throat> um... All right, I I'll go with this one. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying. Lately, with like all of this uh, death that's been going on, um, and you feel me, like just coming into that oneness that we speak on, because out of nowhere, randomly, um, this year we started having like a lot of conversations about like spirituality and like religion and all that mm-hmm. stuff and what it means to each other as individuals and like things mm-hmm. that as a collective we're coming to realize right for sure and we realized that um in our own words basically that a lot of people once they reach a certain level of spirituality and divinity um there's a oneness that occurs right mm-hmm. or whatever and so opposed to all of that because i feel like that's what leads you to walk in your purpose and to go and do great things like mm-hmm. i wouldn't say there's a formula to greatness but there is a certain level of um self-realization that has to occur because sure. you know? the more you know yourself the more self-aware you are the more you're in tune with your purpose and your reason being here you feel For me because sure. you're solid as an individual so then you're able to solidify those other aspects of your being um the other side of all that is regret right mm-hmm um, and regret could come in many forms that, like, you could live an entire lifestyle and feel like you didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? The regret of not taking chances, of living in fear, all that type of BS, right? So um, this question actually has to do with regret because I don't think we ever... We always speak on things that we plan to do, what we're going to do, how our life is going to look. Mm-hmm. But we never speak on the what if we don't get there, you feel me? Because even though we don't acknowledge it, that's still something that's true. Like, yeah, we're not guaranteed to live the amount of years it's going to take to knock off all these goals that we've set, right? For sure. Um, so I thought it would be cool to like have it, have asked those questions here, right? So um, my question is that. Give me a second. All right, so this is more in terms of the relationship side because okay. um, I noticed with you, you rebuilded yourself by attacking all the vulnerabilities that you probably, um, well, not vulnerabilities. What's a good word to use right there? Attacking all what? All, all the, uh, I don't want to say darkness, but I guess the baggage yeah, yeah, that, yeah, usually, okay. that really came from your intimate relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is that if you were to die, let's say, tomorrow evening, right? Mm-hmm. And you had no opportunity to communicate with anyone prior to that happening. Like, let's say, like, you just went home today. You just yeah. shut down. You was like, this is a Nate day, right? Mm-hmm. You had a peril day. Um, what would you regret? What would you regret not having told someone? Is there some something... 
that like you feel heavy on your heart that you need to tell someone? And if so, why haven't you told them yet? Sheesh. <laughs> Whew. Um, hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't know if I have one specific person mm-hmm. that I would speak to, but something, the first thing, I guess the, I'm going to just go with the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, something I've noticed is like my family, like my immediate family, we're not necessarily all on like one accord mm-hmm. in terms of like parents, children. Okay. And it's something I've been thinking about for a while because what I've noticed is, especially with my sister now being like in a serious relationship, mm-hmm. uh, and her just talking to me about um, some of the issues that she faces. And some of the things she's working on personally and with me just writing and just continuing to learn about myself a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're noticing that a lot of, a lot about our parents and us. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing how, we seeing how it's affecting us and how it's affecting their own relationship. Um, so if anything, I would have a family sit down. Why haven't I done it yet? <laughs> uh, it's just a lot going on. Uh, I, it's something I've been thinking about having mm. in the near future, hopefully sooner than later. But uh, that's the first thing that kind of came to my mind. Okay. I have a question about that. Yeah. Um, so you just said that you haven't had that family sit down because there's a lot going on, right? But if you were to hear the news that like tomorrow is it for you, mm-hmm. what what variables get eliminated that make you just go and make that jump that are present right now? Mm. You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. Um, I guess because like what I mean by a lot going on in terms of like uh like my mom's playing my sister's graduation party. My sister's in school trying to graduate. Yeah. My so brother's like, in school. Family, my know. brother's trying to get situated to go to school. And so it was just like a lot you going on. Yeah, yeah. Where we all can't. I mean, we probably could sit down for like a couple hours and have a conversation. But, you know, in my in my mind, sometimes I, I always trying to find like the perfect time to have the conversation. I'm just... Yeah. Been kind of delaying it okay. until like I get to a point. Sometimes when I get to a point where I'm like, all right, can't go no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And usually what I do is I set a month where I have to have the conversation, and sometimes I wait to the last day of the month. <laughs> hey, you got it done. Man. That's yeah, really facts. Bad. That's facts. commendable. Facts. All right. So I'm up. Yes, sir. I bet. So speaking on. I'm going to go with this question. So speaking of family, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of the, you told me one of the recent things that you, you had a recent conversation with your moms, right? Mm-hmm. And you told me that you gave her a date. Yeah. In terms of like when you would like to retire her essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sheesh, this is mad. <laughs> because I know we had a conversation, we've had conversations about, you know, how we would like our moms and stuff to retire. Yeah. Um, and then 
I think maybe a couple months ago, I told, I hit you, I was like, yeah, I finally told my mom, like, I, she, my mom made a comment, like, man, I'm, I'm going to be having to work till this, this year, like 60 something. Mm. I was like, nah, ma, I'm, I'm going to get you. And she was like, for real? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, da, da, da. I'm trying to get you retired. She was like, you know, yeah, God willing, da, 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 da. And, but I ain't give her no date. I just told her, I'm going to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And before you get to a certain age or whatever, where you can still, yeah. like, enjoy your life type. Mm-hmm. But you gave your moms a date. Yeah. And that date's kind of soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what made you decide to have that conversation? Mm. And what, what gave you the confidence to say, all right, I'm going to say this date? Okay, so, um, so the day is actually her birth on her birthday in two years. Okay, um, I just been seeing her like, cause she, like my mom doesn't take care of herself, bro. Like, both that's how parents, most moms are, bro. Both my parents don't. My father tried, he called himself getting a gym membership. <laughs> he went like twice out of the year, and I was just like, hang, hang it up, bro. You not you paying money? You not going? Gold Gym hasn't seen you. <laughs> if you try to go in there, they're probably going to think you're scamming them. Like, just hang it up. So, um, due to not taking care of themselves, especially with my mom, who I see more often, um, I see how, like, the hit it takes on her health, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, there's also a sense of guilt that I I carry mm-hmm. on my shoulder um, from knowing that if I would have conformed, and played my part how initially I mapped out. Mm-hmm. She more than likely would have been retired right now. Because um, my initial route, like how I was moving through life, it was... The engineering life. Yeah. And and not even that. Like outside of the engineering life. So so like 2012, 2013, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I had found myself in the best way, right? I thought I had found myself in the best way, like... I was like, I was drunk on E.T., Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, <laughs> man, the greatest Napoleon, Napoleon Hill, uh, like all those guys. I was like drunk on them, bro. Mm-hmm. And boy, I, you could go to my old bedroom, my mom's crib. I got the quotes all over the walls. All t- like, I was drunk on them. And... For a while, it was enough to have me move in a certain way. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this boy going to be some. Because mm-hmm. I ain't really, I had that, I always had the, this boy has potential to be something. Mm-hmm. I've always been told of like, you have so much potential. You have yeah. so, like since middle school, you have so much potential. <laughs> and freshman year of college was the first time where, I was you looking, like, it. It looked yeah. like I was trying to live up to their potential. Like yeah. I'm getting dean's list, I got scholarships, all these honors clubs want me. I'm like, who, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Right? For sure. And so when she saw that path, everybody else saw it too. They're like, ooh, your boy, he's moving right. You know what I'm saying? You got one. Yeah, like he might be able to retire you 2016 when you get out. Ooh, 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 right. Um, and so 2014 is basically when like all that crash and burn, 
everything just ran out. Like, I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but I just been depleted. And to tell you the truth, up until recently, I've been trying to, like, get that together. Like, get get myself together. Because I, I realized that when I felt I had reached a high level of self-actualization, the rest of my life responded to that. Hmm. But it was false. So it ran out. Yeah. You feel me? And so I'm trying to reach it where it's on a more sustainable level, yeah. where it's deeper and more real. Because instead of rebuilding a crib, I just painted the walls and patched up holes, right? Mm-hmm. But my foundation was still effed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still had leakage in, in, in the walls. Like, my drywall wasn't the, drywall wasn't the best quality. Woo-woo. And so... Um, I, I went ahead and did the work over the past couple of years on and off and I've you know I found you in a I'm in a good enough place now where I could move forward and know what I, I could do. So yeah. um that guilt of always like knowing that she I'm saying like my whole family as a whole would be in a better situation if I would have handled my business. Um at the same time sacrificing my own sanity and happiness at that. Yeah. So I would have put the ele- I would have elevated my family, but I would have degraded mm-hmm. myself. For sure. Um, and I chose not to do that. I went against the grain, right? So I always have that guilt. Like I told you one sure time I saying. called you, I told you I had a conversation with my mom where I just like apologized. Like, yeah. like this current situation of how you're living, how you're still working as you are doing, as hard as you're doing, and whoop, 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 it's all because of me because I didn't do what I was supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I just had to let her know, like, it's going to take longer. And I'm so sorry for that. Like, you feel me? Like, for sure. in the most honest way. Um, but I got to do this for me. And if I succeed doing this my way, the payback is going to be even more than it would have been initially. But sure. just, just please, just bear with me type of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I realized recently, what was missing out of that equation was during that time period, I lived with a sense of urgency, right? I had this, like, extreme sense of urgency. I don't know if you remember uh, when we were younger, or I don't know if I mentioned when we were older, but I told you I used to have, like, a voice. I had, like, I had this, like, yeah, I had a crazy belief that I was going to die young, right? Mm -hmm. That I was going to die early. And so I translated that to meaning that I'm supposed to do something lit, because most people who die young, they, they be lit before they go, right? For sure. So my whole life was governed by that time clock that I felt was expiring soon. Um, and then somehow randomly, that voice just like disappeared. So when that went away, I just I got comfortable in life. Like looking mm-hmm. back now, I got very comfortable. I wasn't like going as hard as I could or I was, right? For sure. But I think like instilled that. So I had to find a way to put that back into my life. And that sense of urgency when I, without believing, like, I'm going to yeah, die young. Yeah, that okay. the sense of urgency means that my time is running out. Yeah. Right. Um, so the best way to do that was through the, a conversation I had with my mom where she was complaining about her job. So, you know me, like, if you complain about something enough, I'm like, so why are you still doing it? Like, leave it, right? For sure. So she was complaining about her job, how she dislikes it so much. They try to take advantage of her because she's so kind and like very, very golden-hearted woman. And she's, you know, what I'm saying people take advantage of that. 
And she's just like how people t- try to take advantage of that. They be trying to call on her day off to come in, woo woo woo, all types of wild stuff. I be taking her phone and like people call from her job and just declining it if I'm around. Like, mm-hmm. like nah, she's good. She's not coming in type stuff. And so I'm like, you know what? When do you want to retire? I never asked her that. I was going to retire her on my time, right? Hmm. So I felt like she was waiting on me, but I never considered her in the equation. Like, yeah. Which you honestly, how much more do you feel like you got left in you? She said two years. And I was like, all right. I honestly believe I could do something in two years. So I was like, all right, cool. Right now we're going to make this pack, right? Um, in two years on your birthday, because her birthday is coming up in May next month. So in two years on your birthday, May 28th, no ifs, ands, or buts, you're handing a two-week a two week notice on your birthday. That's one of your birthday gifts, just that two-week notice. And it's like, don't worry about me over the next two years. Just, like, give me the freedom. I already always had the freedom. You know, yeah. my mom never got in my way. For sure. So just, like, just, just, just believe in me that what I'm doing is going to equal yeah. that two-year notice. Wow. And, yeah, that was my way. In a sense, in a selfish uh, aspect, too, of putting that um, sense of urgency back into my life. Okay. Yeah, so it's like I had to put a battery in my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. I may have to ask my mom that question. Because I never really thought about yeah. to ask, like, how much left, how much more do you have yeah. in there? Because they know if their tank is running full. Yeah. And she just admitted, like, my tank is almost depleted. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. I got to make something happen now. Let's get it. Sheesh. Damn, that's hard. It's me now. Yeah, it's on you. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right. Um, this one. So I have two questions um, that I'm ready to ask right now. Okay. Not two at the same time, but I have two. I have alternative in case you don't want to answer this one, right? Okay. Um, so throughout like a lot of our conversations and such, uh, I feel like this year... Everyone has grown tremendously, even in the beginning of 2019. So now we've grown like tremendously. We're like operating out of good headspaces. We're seeing things more clearly, and we're executing. Like we're doing what we should be doing. Yeah. Maybe not on the level we should, but we're trying. You feel me? Wake up every day and try. Um, through the past year, 2018, um, you were able to do something which I admire which was dig deep in the sense of um, bringing forth everything that was suppressed um, that was negative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and through that process, you realized how much certain events shaped the Nate that we ended, with, ended up with today, right? For sure. <laughs> so my question <laughs> is, like I said... You could pass on this if you're uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But um, what is your most terrible memory that you think had the biggest effect on who you are today? Yeah, I already know. <laughs> I I can share it. Uh, I won't go into too much details on it, but I would say probably uh, when I was younger, um, I think I kind of wrote about this. In the which we never had a we didn't do a podcast on this, yeah. Uh, but it's in one of the articles, yeah. yeah. Uh, essentially, I was younger, um, 
I got in trouble, changed my grade, and I got punished for it, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a very, like, severe punishment uh, for my pops. And <laughs> so my so I'm getting beat, like, in my pops' room. Like, my pops had locked the door or whatever. And then, like, I hear... Like, at this point, I've been beat, getting beat for a little bit. And then my... <laughs> My mom's, I hear the door knocking, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like someone coming to like save me. Cause like my, uh, my dad's like pissed. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, one of our, that's definitely one of the traits in like our family DNA is like, uh, anger. Yeah. Uh, like I don't want to say like my dad's like an angry, crazy person, but yeah. like, uh, when my dad's triggered. Yeah. It's whew. like it's rage. Whoo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I remember, like a couple years ago, I was in a car and someone was in our way, and he was getting an argument with someone uh, in our neighborhood, and like he was going. I was like, "Yo, Dad, chill, Dad, chill," and like I could not stop. Him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like I remember he said so. He was like, "Man, I never been bullied in life." Beast mode. <laughs> Not in work, not in school, not in life. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, so I'm getting beat or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then my mom's coming and I'm thinking she's coming to save me. And she comes in and like at this point, uh, I only have my, I bet, I only have like my underwear on. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and she comes in and she says, uh, "Take his underwear off." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that I think that broke me because it was just like I thought I was coming here to get saved, and you came here and made it worse. Yeah, and. Because for the longest, I thought my, it wasn't until this year, like, when I left my job, for the longest, I thought my issue, I didn't have no issues with my mom. I yeah. thought it was cool, like, we're good. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like, uh, me and my father, like, we're cool. Like, uh, my father's like a type of person, someone like myself, he don't really talk too much if he ain't got nothing to talk about with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he'd be just chilling. He'd just be doing his own thing. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. But it wasn't until this whole process where I was like, man, I don't really have an issue with my pops. It's my mom's I have the issue with. And it was like in that moment when I felt like she was supposed to come and protect me, it was like you abandoned me and you made it worse. You know what I mean? And then like after the fact, like after the whole situation ended, um, like she came in to the room and was trying to like, like act like she didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, she was like, man, basically speaking, she was talking to my my because my uncle had come. Yeah, and she was talking to my uncle about me, like why I'm right sitting there. She was like, man, like, like my dad did too much in terms of like the whipping. Okay, and I'm just like, 
What? You ain't you, <laughs> yeah, like don't don't deny <laughs> you're not you can't deny yourself from this. Uh so essentially that that broke my trust uh in my mom's. Mm-hmm. And like that's essentially supposed to be, you know, usually as a son, yeah. That's supposed yeah. to be that's your care. You get connected to your mom. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like yeah. I think from that and I didn't realize like that affected my relationship with women like I couldn't really trust women to a certain level because if my mom wasn't there when I was when I needed her, like when I needed her, not only was she not there, but she made it worse. Yeah. So like it was it's always, it had always been difficult for me to get to a super vulnerable state with women because in my eyes, like, yo, you're probably gonna leave me anyway, so like yeah, this is cool, but I know one day, one day you're gonna walk out the door. You know what I'm saying? When things get tough, mm. you know what I'm saying. So, I would say that's probably that instance shaped uh, probably a large part of my who I am today, and it's like something that I've had to unpeel and uh, work through. Um, to get to where I am in this like new refined state. Okay. Yeah. Respect that. Yep. 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 Uh, shoot, I'm gonna just throw it back on you, bro. <laughs> I like that question. Sheesh. <clears throat> uh, that's my worst memory. Hmm. It's kind of crazy For me to have such good memories Mm -hmm. Like such a good memory um, I'm able to forget The bad stuff Hmm. I would say The one that I know played a a major factor Was probably uh, My folks splitting on my birthday yeah, that was one. Um, yeah, I'm, I came home from school. I'm thinking it's like a chill. It's your it's, birthday. It's, you, it's my birthday. I'm lit. <laughs> I went to school fly. I probably had some crispy shoes on knowing me. I don't even remember. That was years ago. But I know I look sweet. I look sweet every birthday. Like, I make sure of it. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you it's my birthday. You're just going to look at me like, yeah, it's a special day for him. <laughs> <laughs> Every day special, man. So I remember, like, this when they was, like, going through their turmoil or whatever. And it was long overdue. Long overdue. Like, two years overdue to split. Mm-hmm. So at night, from the crib or whatever, I'm, like, in the basement. This when we had dial-up internet. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? We had, uh, I remember I had a computer in the basement. Yeah, for I had sure. my little setup computer or whatever. So I set up my workstation in the basement. So I'm on the, my computer. I'm chilling. You know, see, I got the line wire popping, listening to music, probably some retarded something like Soulja Boy or something. I'm just chilling. I'm vibing. That was my birthday. I'm getting <laughs> phone calls from the youngins. Because remember, too, I had, no, I didn't have a separate phone line at that point. But I had a phone, though. Yeah, yeah, this is you t- This is high school. This yeah. is like 10th. Knife. Knife? Yeah, knife. Okay. So I had a cell phone. So I'm lit. Like People calling me. 
people blowing up my phone. I'm like, man, I feel all this love, right? So I'm in a state of, like, love, mm-hmm. receiving a lot of love. And out of nowhere, upstairs becomes, like, a war zone. Mm-hmm. So in my living room, I just hear people just, like, going off. Like, it's, it's like, just, like, madness. I've never heard them argue on that level. That, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like... I'm like, this man is kirking. Like, he don't ever act like that. Because my yeah. father, <clears throat> you, excuse me, you know, my father, he don't speak. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like, Alex is a mute. He he don't talk or nothing. And he's kind of like me. Like, he's real chill, real calm, laid back, like, smooth fella. He just, he just relaxed for real. If you don't got nothing to say, a value, he don't say nothing. Yeah. And that's kind of something I adopted, too. So to see him going off like that, like, yelling and... Kirking and mad, mm-hmm. and my mother going off at the same time. Woo, woo, woo. I'm just like, what the hell is going on up there? So I go up, and I see my father like packing stuff. He's leaving. So first off, that day, I remember that day, that night. Um, it was raining outside, so I'm just like, you going where? <laughs> it's raining. Like, where you about to go, bro? And he just like. He's like, he got bags and stuff. He's ready to dip them on, come downstairs. Because they was upstairs on mm-hmm. the top floor. Yeah. The bedroom's at. So she come downstairs to the living room. Just kirking. Go, go. I'm tired of you. Go. Go. He, he just like, he says something to me like, your mom wants me gone. Like he pulls me aside. He's like, your mom wants me gone. So I'm going. Um, uh, he says, he made a comment that I don't remember. I don't want to misquote him. But it was along the line of, I'll see you when I see you type of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, so in that instant, like, all I said, like, I looked at both of them, and I was just like, wow, really? On my birthday? This mm-hmm. is how you, like, this is a staple that you want to tie to my birthday? Yeah. I was like, cool. And I just like, I just like, I think I went downstairs and went outside, but I was like, all right, cool. I just felt betrayed. It yeah. was like the utmost betrayal. Um that wasn't the worst thing that's happened to me, honestly, now that I think of it. A lot of worse things have happened to me. A lot of near-death experiences and all types of stuff. But they didn't really shape me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that, we, that what you say, shaped you a lot? Um, it shaped it shaped certain aspects, certain aspects. of me. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, I think that heightened my sensitivity to betrayal. Hmm. Yeah. Because I felt betrayed. On the highest level. Yeah. And it was just two two opposite polarities that were so extreme. From having such a great birthday yeah, to yeah. coming home to that. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And then the next day, having to just, it's like, damn, like, stuff like that happening, you just got to move and go about your day like it's normal. Like, it was happening for two years prior, but not to the capacity to that the it extreme. did. And I don't really want to go in depth because it would give, like, the extreme of how it was. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he put my hands on my mother mm-hmm. or anything because, like, yeah, if he put his hands on my mother, that would have ended terribly for him. Um, but, yeah, I would say that was one that, it shaped, it shaped my emotions. It shaped mm-hmm. me on an emotional level. For Not sure. the person I came to be, but it shaped my emotions and how I carry that. Um. Yeah, but we've been going for over an hour, bro. You want to keep going? What time or? is it? We we an hour and eleven minutes in. Sheesh. Uh, 
I was going to do one last jump. One last question? All right, go ahead. I, I think you should throw that in here. You should have did this instead of throwing back my question. Nah, 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 nah. Did you think you were a boomerang? Nah, this is, this is a good way to... We're going to end it on a funny but positive note, right? Okay. So... <laughs> This hey, is a funny hey, situation. Before you get into that, we got to do like a part two or something like in the future. So should we do some more questions I have? But keep going. Go ahead. Hit that question. We're going to chop it up. So I, I can say this for the next jump. Nah, go ahead. I want to uh. laugh. <laughs> you know, I like laughing. Nah, so, um, so what, we've been cool since, I think we t- we t- spoke about, we'll speak about that, like how we met okay. on the next jump. But we've been cool since like sixth grade, right? Yeah, facts. Uh, Daniel, I have only had one <laughs> one instance where <laughs> I guess I would say our friendship was tested. <laughs> okay. Uh, Are you talking about Day's party? No, Day's party? No, 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 no. This is this is. Uh, situation where <laughs> I was acting out of character. <laughs> what happened? So we're in the, we're in school. It's eleventh grade. We're at the trap, my locker. So it was like it was probably like eight people, like ten people sharing that locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that hallway was booming. <laughs> that locker, who we had that hallway popping. Facts. You know, you know, we was <laughs> my man was jugging the uh, cookies and cream, right? <laughs> Young O was serve was serving the Hershey's cookies and cream <laughs> out the locker. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but nah, uh but anyway, so we're at we're at the trap. It was during lunch hour period. And uh I think like the previous day, like I had had some issues with my folks. And I was just like just having like a bad day. Cause like I that was like Still weighing on me or whatever, right? Mm. And you had come up to me, you're like, yo, what's wrong? You're like, yo, what's wrong? Trying to be a good friend. <laughs> right? And uh, <laughs> uh, you kept asking me, and all of a sudden, I just kind of went off. Yeah. Uh, I just went off and started walking away. I was just like, yo, whose man is this? I think I said that. That's what I said. Or nah, I said like, I think Chris was there, right? Yeah. I was like, Chris, get your man's whatever, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm walking away. um, And then like, you're walking towards me. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, and I was thinking about it when I was kind of preparing the questions. And I was thinking about like my mindset at the moment. Because how the situation was like in a normal situation like that was supposed to be a fight, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I remember kind of walking away, like being super annoyed and, and mad, but like still knowing like, man, that's dang, I'm not about to fight then. <laughs> so I'm walking away or whatever, right? <laughs> but uh <laughs> anyways, I think we went like a couple of days, didn't speak. And then I didn't have a phone at the time. Man, I got my phone taken so many times in high school, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so uh, you had hit me up on Facebook, and I went back and looked looked at the message, right? For real, kill. <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> 
I'm about to just I'm about to uh, just pull a little short clip, right? All right. So you were like, <laughs> you were like for real. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> you were like for real. I was about to cut you smooth off and just ignore you for as long as I can. But you, my man, so I'm not gonna do you dirty like that. Plus, that's what. My father did to all his friends. Now he don't got nobody. <laughs> and last thing, and last thing I'm gonna do is end up like him. And I was like, kill. And then it was just like a bunch of back and forth. I was like, yeah, my bad. I was out of line. Da, 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 da. Um, I just kind of wanted to share that story. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, I had wanted to ask, uh, like. The whole pop situation, yeah. but I mean, since we run out of time, I was like, let me just share that one, one uh, mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the thing, the thing was that threw me off with that situation was that weekend we were supposed mm-hmm. to be going out. If you remember, we were supposed to be going out that weekend. That weekend that just passed, that or weekend, the next weekend? When that happened, that was upcoming. So, like during that situation, yeah, we rewind, we rewind back into time. Mm-hmm. We were it was like during the week, like like a Thursday. It was supposed to be going out that Saturday. That's I why remember. I was. That's why I was like asking you questions, and you were carrying me. That's why I was like, "You good, bro? Like, what's up? Like, yeah. you okay?" Because we was, so um, we were supposed to go out where? It was my joint's birthday. I'm not gonna mention no names at that time. <laughs> okay, I think I know. Okay, I know birthday. your main main drum. Yeah, man, my okay. main drum. It was her birthday. Yeah. She was having a dinner at okay. Rondo Mills. She had a, a cousin who you ah uh, okay yeah yeah yeah. And they was telling me if you come and bring Nate with you. Okay. So yeah. I'm like I'm I pull up on you. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? Um, yeah, like so, are we going this weekend? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, cause they hear my phone. I'm like, I don't know. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, we going? We we still going this weekend? We still good this weekend? And you just carrying me. And I'm like, what? This man don't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I start pressing you, and you start to push it back. That's all. And then the instinct when you you was like going off, I'm like, eh, what's the worst that could happen? You can take it there. I'm like, you can take it there. Come on, you can take it there. But yeah, good times. You were just young. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Damn, I didn't go to that party. Oh, I didn't go neither. For real? Nah, you dissed me. You were supposed to be a two man job. That <laughs> was sick, bro. I, I just remember because I remember we had talked about going. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, you just switched up in the middle of the week. So I was just I didn't understand what was going on. So I didn't end up going. Like, I remember uh, they hit me. It was like, so are y'all coming? We're up here, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, I think they text. Did they yeah. text? They sent a group chat. They or did, and like I wasn't about it. And uh, yeah. we, since we weren't talking at that yeah. time, we, we both didn't respond. Both respond, yeah. <laughs> he was childish. <laughs> he was childish. Yo, damn! I yeah. forgot about that. We ended up not going. So yeah, you ruined the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Uh, I forgot about that. Sheesh, man, that's crazy. Good times. Good times. Facts. But yeah. Um, Nah, we definitely gonna have to do this one more again. Yeah, I definitely got some questions that we ain't get to that I know we're yeah, good to get to. For sure. Um, but yeah, so we're at the end. If you're still here, thank you. We appreciate you. All love. You made it through. Um, any closing remarks, Nate? Oh, uh, man. 
Um, shout out to our sponsor. Yeah, Elevate. Shout out to our sponsors, Elevate. Um, if you haven't already, go uh, sign up and create a profile on their website. The link is in the descriptions. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, that's all. for jobs on there. Yeah, yeah, they got some they sweet, got some, yeah, some sweet some, jobs, job opportunities, companies. Yeah, I'm about to apply for some. I'm gonna come clean. Uh, you gonna corporate on me, bro? Bro, I'm gonna work for somebody and still be my own boss. Hey, I like that. You hear me? I like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, subscribe, share with a friend, and then share with another friend. But yeah, I'm good, bro. All right, so I'd like to, you know what I'm saying, once again, thank y'all for listening, for joining us for this episode. Um, we will have a new article, you know, two new episodes next month, sticking to the schedule, sticking to the plan, working the plan, making the plan work. And, yeah, we really appreciate y'all, the support, um, everybody who shows love, like, every little thing, man, a retweet, a like, a share, like, all that really counts. We might not be over it expressing it but within ourselves like we make sure like you know what I'm saying y'all all acknowledged and we hold y'all near and dear hope y'all enjoyed this take care of yourselves and keep taking your life to the next level we hey. out we out